0: what's going on guys aj here going to recap this uh awesome card this legendary card as i as i said um that we just witnessed here um edgar versus immune host ufc fight tonight um talk about uh, everything that went down including the bets which i'll address right away i took an eight unit loss it's okay just uh to can uh, learn from it uh get knocked down get right back up get knocked down 100 times uh get right back up 100 times there are lessons to be learned along the way and uh yeah um it's all good i don't take it uh, you know personally i don't get offended by it uh, it doesn't like hurt me in any way i just uh love this game uh, i'm just very very passionate about it and uh even on a losing betting night i'm just uh happy to be talking about this just happy to enjoy it from a viewership perspective um and uh yeah i just would like to recap this card uh the two bets that i had i had three units on mizuki in a way very very impressive performance by amanda Limos. I saw that there were uh, quite a few people on Twitter that publicly uh, disclosed that they had bet Limos. Congrats on that. That was a very sharp bet because the fight really was never in, in too much doubt. I mean, obviously the, the scorecards tell a lot, you know, 30, 27 times three. Um, you know, Mizuki threatened with an armbar there in round one, but ultimately, you know, Limos is definitely very sound enough on the ground to avoid any kind of uh, submissions like that, especially from guard Um she was landing the harder shots, um, definitely was the more effective striker in range. Uh, she looked very, very good. So congrats to everybody on the Limo side. This was a, a fight I guess was more popular in terms of like the betting community. I, I saw a lot of people after the fact say, you know, um, very, you know, generously and openly uh, that either that they won or, or lost on, on whichever side they were on. Um, so that's just the name of the game. Again, kudos to everybody that was on Lemos. Again, she was one of the more like popular underdog picks. Um, so I guess the, the lesson to take away from there is if if you are if you were of the the mindset, you know, like if you liked Lemos and you saw like a lot of people on her, uh, to I guess not let that discourage you, you know, if, if somebody sees, uh, you know, is on the same side as you. Because the reality is it might not be for the same reason, right? We, we all have a different perspective. And, uh, you know, maybe somebody likes Lemos because they, they thought she could outstrike in a way, but you thought she had the grappling advantage in a fight that was going to take place primarily in in the grappling department or whatever it is. I'm just trying to give an example here of of why you guys are on the same side potentially, but potentially for different reasons. There's different rationale, right? Um, and that goes with every fight. You know, there's people that come to the same conclusion and wanting to place a bet or pick a side, but sometimes it's for different reasons. Um, that's a cool thing about this game, right? Uh, it's not as simple as, you know, uh, we all have to add two plus two to get to four, right? We could do three plus one. We could do five minus five minus one. Um, you know, one plus three, like, et cetera, et cetera. You get what I'm trying to say, right? We're, we're coming to the same conclusion, but we're not, we're not exactly using the the same rationale. We're not using the same step-by-step process. So a little fun math example there, but uh, basically that's trying to, basically I hope uh, I'm, I'm making it clear as to what I'm trying to say. Um, so that's the, I guess the first, first fight that I'll discuss. And then next, excuse me, the main event, Frankie Edgar and uh, Pedro Munoz. I was on Munoz here. I had five units on him a max bet play um very good fight um it was nice to see Frankie Edgar get back in the win column in his bantamweight debut Frankie Edgar without a doubt is a legend of the sport um super impressive performance very uh razor thin fight um i personally scored it for munhose but it's okay i'm not going to complain i'm not a judge um the judges are going to decide what they decide and i i just i'm going to accept it um and then you know just take it for what it is um so yeah that was very good performance i did um see a lot of people uh backing frankie which is again is another spot uh, congratulations to everybody on frankie uh, as a big underdog there uh cash at the end of the day um and, and again was very competitive with one of the best bantamweights in the division so Frankie going out there and getting a win, uh, split decision or not against Pedro Munoz means to me that he could uh, compete with the elite fighters of this weight class, obviously, because uh, Pedro himself is a, an elite fighter, a guy that uh, just prior to this fight is coming off a, a loss, a very good um, competitive fight that is against uh, the most likely next uh, in line for a title shot contender, Al Jermaine Sterling. So this is, a very, this is a very big statement that I think Frankie made in the bantamweight division, a division that, you know, some thought was maybe overdue in terms of when he wanted to come here, um, and that sort of thing. Uh, but I guess better late than never. Right. So, uh, if, if you, if you echo that, uh, sentiment, but, uh, yeah, just a really good performance by Frankie, really good performance by Pedro too, despite a loss. It was just a fun back and forth fight. Uh, both guys landed, uh, north of 130 significant strikes. I'm looking at, uh, ESPN.com, uh, 135 from Frankie, 166 from, Munho. so it was just an awesome fight back and forth. Uh, really, really fun fight between two high-level Bantamweight contenders. And then I'll just go from the top of the or excuse me, rather the bottom and just quickly touch on some things. Team have looked excellent through the first few minutes of the fight. He looked like honestly just uh everything that I, I thought, you know, he is and it still is definitely um just a very bright prospect. This guy's super well rounded. Um and then just uh Jones Jones caught him with a big shot. Jones showed excellent toughness. Um, I was very inspired by by Jones's willingness to to not take defeat for for what it is. He wanted to just uh, come back. He was hurt. He was beaten in the first round. Uh, the ref was warning him, but he did not let that discourage him, and he went on to get a knockout win against a very talented fighter in Timur Valiev. I mean, Timur is a gentleman who, obviously, this is his UFC debut, but th- don't get me wrong. I think that this guy personally is very very talented. It wasn't his night tonight. I think it was just more so a compliment to Jones's uh, toughness and willingness to overcome adversity and his power and his skills as a fighter. Very, very impressive by Trevin Jones. He he went out there and showed that, hey, just because you get knocked down, uh, whether it's it's in a cage fight or life or what have you, you have that choice to get right back up and you could come back and get exactly what you desire. So very very inspired by trevor jones's performance he got a very good win over a very talented fighter in timor valley uh, matthew uh, salmsberger um, not too much to say here matthew just looked great uh, this is this was a ufc debut top fight both guys making the ufc debuts matthew was pretty much in control the whole way uh was landing the harder shots His, he was the the sharper striker uh, he was also the superior grappler and wrestler as well so the 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 scorecards here tell Basically the story of the fight you know more so on the uh, 30 26 30 27 side of, of how uh you know clearly matthew won uh he he went out there and looked great so very good uh performance in the ufc debut for uh, matthew um looking forward to seeing who he draws next ike wave and jordan wright this had like a Bizarre ending, obviously. Well, not bizarre, but just, I I guess, uh, just different, unique uh, with the whole uh, cut cut stoppage victory. It kind of reminded me of Rulian Paiva when he fought uh, Rogerio Bontarine. It was just a nasty cut in, in like, the same uh, area of the eye. And, unfortunately, just where the the cut was and how severe it was, the fight had to be stopped. Um, So just really, really uh, happy that for Jordan right here, even though it wasn't maybe in the way that he wanted to or the most ideal way, uh, he got his UFC debut victory up away class on very short notice so uh he he went out there landed a very impressive spinning kick which obviously always looks cool uh when it lands um or even when it's thrown it doesn't uh land it's just a cool technique to use uh not not obviously like the most effective or you know the most uh optimal in terms of just uh winning rounds and optimizing the cardio but hey uh when it when it is thrown um it looks pretty and all that sort of thing so really cool to see really happy for jordan wright i talked about lemos in any way Rodriguez and Grant basically had like the the round of the year and only lasted uh, a few minutes here a couple minutes uh, two minutes and 24 seconds I mean there was only four there was four knockdowns between these two three on the side of Rodriguez one on the side of Grant in a fight that went run one round in two minutes and 24 seconds. I mean this has my vote for either the night um, if not if, at the very least uh, having Rodriguez get a performance I mean this one was just crazy. Um, short notice fight for both guys. I really like how the UFC was uh, innovative. Uh, both these gentlemen were, were scheduled against other opponents. Uh, the opponents had to withdraw, unfortunately. Um, but fortunately for these two, they were able to score off against each other as they both fighting on the same card, obviously fighting in the same weight class. And they said, "Hey, let's do it." And it, what a fight it was! Grant was able to hurt Rodriguez early. Looked like he he was going to finish the fight. Um, I, I was worried about Rodriguez that he was covering up. He wasn't out at any point. I don't. It didn't look like. Uh, but definitely when Rodriguez was hurting Grant, uh, Grant definitely went limp. There uh, was definitely hurt and and exhausted. Uh, from trying to finish Rodriguez, but being unsuccessful. Um, And Rodriguez gets his hand raised for the third time in 2020, his third UFC appearance. Uh, Man, he has just looked uh, very good in terms of just the the performances that he's putting on. He came off with a a crazy, uh, awesome fight. Uh, against gabriel green last time we saw him in the fight before that he made a huge statement in his ufc debut against uh, tim mean so daniel rodriguez it's safe to say by now that this guy's a very fan-friendly fighter uh willing to go out there and give it his all um another guy that's willing to overcome adversity uh obviously as many of these fighters are um all of them really but uh, in terms of just um uh, man like when you think that the fighter like the fight is actually going to get stopped um and then they actually come back because um, it kind of reminded me of Darren Elkins versus uh, Mirsad Bektik, but even I would say even more severe because even though Bektik was, was winning the fight handedly, it wasn't like a fight that was like so severely close to being stopped. Right. Like it was definitely like, yeah, Bektik was clearly winning by a wide margin, but it wasn't like the fight was any in date in any danger of getting stopped. But like in the case of Trevin Jones and uh, Rodriguez, like they're like, that fight, the the fights was about to get stopped, like to the point where the ref was warning them, um, so uh, to defend themselves and whatnot. So this was a crazy, uh, awesome fight for as long as it lasted. Um, and then Maria Agapova. Uh, taking on Shauna Dobson. Um, this is, I guess, an example similar to like the Alia fight where I just am very hesitant to say the word lock in MMA. Cause I just don't believe that there's such a thing from my perspective. Obviously everybody's entitled to their own opinion, their own category, but I'm just saying from my perspective, why I'm hesitant to use the word lock. It's because of cases like this in a cage fight, when you have one fighter going up against the other, I just don't believe that the word lock, like a, a guaranteed outcome or a guaranteed winner is just like the right way for me to, Analyze a fight to say that somebody's for sure going to win, and and even if Agapova were to go out here and win this fight, and even if Valiev would win, I've been saying that beforehand. Um, it's just not, I think, the right way for me to look at a fight because when I when I think of the word "lock," I think of a sure thing, and in theory, like this stuff just isn't. It's not a certain thing, right? Um, and we had Miria Agapova. I, in my personal. From what I saw, like one of one of, if not the biggest favorites in UFC history, uh to lose, she was a massive favorite. Huge. I mean, when when you talk about the odds here, minus 1375 on five dimes, uh, minus sixteen sixty seven on Bet 365, minus sixteen sixty seven on William William Hill, right? You got these massive odds on one fighter. And, and that's how the sport goes. I mean, she lost by stoppage. She she definitely slowed down. It looked like an adrenaline dump. Uh, she looked like she was getting really excited there during when uh, Bruce was, was announcing her name. And, and look, I get it. I mean, excited. It's your UFC debut. You're coming off a good win. A lot of people are high on her. Um, it's just, I, I think that the thing that kind of let her down, and this is, again, just me sitting on my, on my chair and, and just kind of uh, theorizing here, was I just think that the composure could have been a bit more optimal. Um, she just really came out super hot. And I think she came out super hot against Dobson because she did it against Cyphers and it worked. So it might be, you know, uh, instinctual or, or, um, most convenient to kind of have that same approach. If it paid dividends for you in your UFC debut, cause you're like, Oh, well, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Basically that's sort of like logic, if you will. Um, but as we saw when she was unsuccessful at finishing Dobson, um, she she slowed down significantly, right? And we saw even before Maria uh, the, or the the second round started, we saw Dobson take her down a couple times. We saw her controller, and then uh, once Dobson got in full mount there, I just I I thought to myself like this fight is going to be over shortly. Just Agapova's body language just doesn't uh, look as good as say as it did in the first round. Um, and yeah the 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 finish happened i'm really happy for dobson because the case could be made that she if she didn't win this fight she uh could have been you know out of the ufc just based off her uh recent performances but hey i'm happy for her uh i don't i don't know what the bonus the bonus situation at the time of recording this is but i hope she gets a bonus if not she at the very least gets gets her win bonus which is nice um so yeah when when she was she came in here as a big underdog um, I really appreciate that you know she went over to elevation fight team and definitely put in a lot of work here. I mean, and just had a lot of tenacity to, um, you know, win. I mean, she's she was coming off, uh, two, uh, three rather tough losses to uh, Lauren Mueller, uh, Sabina Mazo, and uh, Priscilla Cachoeira. The last time against Cachoeira, she got caught with an uppercut there at the beginning, but this fight, it was, it was just totally different. I mean, she, um, I acknowledged prior to the fight that she did have the sharper boxing, of course, that didn't you know, warrant me citing w- in terms of a pick or anything. Uh, but I, I did think that the the pressure and pace of Agapova would prevail because that's kind of been the style that, that Dobson has struggled with as evidenced by the, you know, the, the Mueller and, and, and Mazzo fight. Um, but again, it's, it, it was just one of those spots where um, I, I wouldn't have thought that Agapova would, would have, tired out um as early in the fight as as she did um you know especially you know training an american top team the 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 camp just comes in with such a good game plan um that's that's some of the best coaching you you could see in terms of mma and that's that's really saying something considering where the the sport is right now right um so yeah uh just huge win for dobson uh agapova i think again this this could be a lesson for her i think it will be where she could just go back um recuperates, um, figure out what she needs to work on and, and, and get better. Um, she's still a really young lady. She still trains an American top team. A loss might be the best thing for her. Uh, so she could go back to the drawing board, figure out what she needs to do to be successful in terms of her UFC career um, and hopefully uh, do good things. Uh, Dobson, I mean, she, that was kind of her game plan coming into this fight, I would imagine, you know, with her coming off two losses. So um, very, very impressive for Dobson. I mean, she's just huge, huge, Huge underdog um, per the odds. And, and when, you, when you look at this card, it's like all the underdogs cashed, except, except for uh, Daniel Rodriguez and Mike Rodriguez, um, you know, bearing a few sites. There were some pick and fights one of which I'll get to next. But um, just crazy, crazy in terms of uh, underdogs coming through. Austin Hubbard and Joe Selecki, uh super impressive win by Joe Selecki. I saw a lot of people out there uh, cash tickets on Joe Selecki. So congratulations to everybody uh, who cashed on him. He made it look uh you know, he, he, he did it comfortably. I mean, this is a gentleman who, uh, and Hubbard who, who went to the ground with Davy Hamos an ADCC world champion, right? I mean, Davi Hamos is a guy who who submitted Gilbert Burns in competition, right? Um, and, and Selecki's is a very high level black belt too, but I mean, you know, the fact that he submitted, uh, Austin Hubbard as early in the fight as he did and something that Davi Hamos wasn't able to do. That's very, very impressive by Joe Selecki. Uh, this guy's got a, a good, uh, very good process oriented game he wants he knows what he wants to do he wants to get the fights to the ground and impose that very good uh brazilian jiu-jitsu game right so that was super impressive by joe Selecki. i'm happy for him um and let's see what's next hubbard uh loss here doesn't mean uh, most likely that he is cut from the promotion as he is two and three um see what happens he's fought twice here um a few times actually recently so his willingness to 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 stay active I i would think um, pays dividends in terms of you know staying with the promotion for the time being and uh, you know getting a fight. He's 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 had some really tough matchups. He's been primarily fighting strong grapplers. Uh, you know Madsen, Hamos, Roshka, Selecki. Uh, those, those are not easy matchups for anybody. Uh, but yeah, I mean he, he held his own tonight just uh, wasn't his night and it was uh Selecki to get his hand raised. Uh, so kudos to Joe Selecki. Mike Rodriguez and Marcin Prachnio, yeah, I mean, this was just uh, one of those fights where a lot of people thought beforehand and rightfully so uh, that it was going to finish. Uh, we weren't sure how Rodriguez was going to respond after um, you know a couple of his recent fights uh, against Allen, where he lost as a big favorite. Um, Old, you know, it, it ultimately was ruled as a no contest, but uh, you know, not the result he wanted, regardless. And then, the last time out against Jung, unfortunately, things get, didn't go his way. Uh, gets right back on track here with with a very nice uh, KO win against Marcin Prachnio, who was coming in off a layoff. Uh, Marcin Prachnio was unfortunately 0-3 with the promotion. Uh, he might be on the chopping block here. Maybe he gets another fight. Um, we'll see how that shakes out. But I, I would say that Rodriguez is definitely more safe. Uh, to keep his his job with the UFC, considering uh, this was a fight going into it where I did legitimately think somebody could have been fighting for their job. I don't know the optics of that behind the scenes, obviously, uh, just a guess from the outside looking in. Uh, but but certainly with Rodriguez winning in the way he did, um, I definitely think he's he's safe to stick around for uh, for the time being. Um, and then lastly, yeah, the main event. I mean, I, I already pretty much touched on this, but uh, yeah, super high-level fight. Uh, this is what you get when you get two really good fighters. I mean, I was just reminded me of when I was taping Neil Magny and and tony martin you just get a good hard fought fight like yeah a finish can materialize but you know when you got two fighters at a high level you see less holes in their game uh they've been grinding they've been working hard for a long time very experienced and you just you just get a really good fight like like hooker and poirier you just get like a really good fan friendly technical good mixed martial arts fight and that's what we had here in the main event so um just a a crazy card all around. It's one of those cards where like, it's just a a friendly reminder that literally anything could happen in this game. Like anything like the, that's why I'm so hesitant on being fixated on outcomes or say, hesitant on the word lock. Like I, I do my due diligence. I do my research and I, I place a bet on what I, what I feel good about. But I also acknowledge that like, it's I, I'm in no control of the future, right? I, I can't I can't control the future. The future's gonna, gonna happen, and in and, and we're gonna see how it unfolds before our very eyes. Uh, but uh, yeah, just gotta trust the process. It's just stuff that we we gotta uh, remind ourselves, like, hey, we gotta trust the process. We can't just you know you know pretend like we we could change our opinions, go back in time. We can't do that. Um, unfortunately, right? Otherwise, we'd be we'd be doing a lot of different things potentially. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a spot, it's just a sport rather uh, where where we need to you know just acknowledge it's high variance and sometimes things don't go our way. But we 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 continue to play because we love it. Um, we're smart when we're when we're uh, you know uh, investing when we're gambling, however you want to say it. Um, and we're we realize that we're in it for the long run and that we want to uh, you know better ourselves, better our process. Uh, enjoy this as fans and uh, see how everything unfolds. And uh, it's a fun sport to, uh, again, bet, enjoy, watch, play, play some DraftKings. Uh, I've been doing this thing for a long time. Really love it. Hope you guys enjoyed this breakdown. Um, just going to sign off, wish you all well, um, and have a nice day, guys. Bye.